Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hey, Charlie. Hey, John. How's it going with you tonight? Same old, same old. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. I just want to say thank you for the list of movies and everything that you tagged me in earlier for the oh, yeah. movies that you're selling. Yeah, it's quite a bit. And then um, <laughs> and then there's some other ones. I'm like, so, um, yeah, um, I'll have to get the DVDs out. So if you if you're interested in the DVDs or if you're interested in the Blu-ray, just <laughs> let me know that. I definitely will, man. I, I do appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So, did you ever? I have a quick question for you. Like, I know that we we're supposed to do the paranormal, not paranormal, but Paramount Plus announcements today and stuff like that. Mm. But by any chance, did you did you see the new Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead trailer? Yeah, I watched the trailer and then I watched your reaction to it. Oh, it was live. Okay, I didn't even know it was live. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't on it. I just watched what you shared. <laughs> well, I'm talking about this recent one that came out today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I watched okay. your trailer reaction to it already. So. Okay, because I didn't know. I, here's the thing: I didn't even know Frenchie did it uh, live. That's what I'm getting at. Oh. I thought it was like pre-recorded, like we normally do. But then again, no. What? Yeah, I watched it, and then like I watched the chair, and then it's like, oh, I guess it was live, so I just watched it. <laughs> okay. So, what's your initial thoughts on it? Um, unsure yet. Looks like it's gonna be like, like the action looks kind of cool. The amount of zombies is kind of cool. Um, so like I need to see more. Um, but like I said, we have until May. Um, I think your reaction to this trailer. It was mine to Corella. 
in a sense, about how you think that the <laughs> network, how you think Netflix was uh, kind of like thrown this one under the radar intentionally, like they know it's going to be bad. Well, True. essentially, your reaction that was that was mine to the Corolla movie, since again, it's coming out in May, and <laughs> um, and they only showed one trailer, and it just it just seems like what the la- they're not focusing in on that, but they're focusing in on other stuff, and that and it's that the both these movies are big risks. The only thing that probably the Zack Snyder one has it going for it is it's on Netflix and it's Zack Snyder. I mean, the name itself. Corella, you just have Emma Stone and she's a big one, but a big movie. What and it's Disney. I think the problem is Disney's the bigger conglomerate than Netflix is. So Disney's got a lot of stuff riding on it. Because if you're expecting Disney, you're gonna get that. So again. I, I just I just thought it was funny. He's like your reaction to this one is like, yeah, that was that's how I thought about Corella. <laughs> you see, here's the thing. With this one, my anticipation level was at a high because of the fact that we got a 30 second trailer last time, right? Yeah, which didn't even it didn't do like gods to me. That's Italian. That's just my Italian term for it. But it didn't even do anything for me, and. So I was thinking, okay, this one is going to be clocking in at a minute and 12. So I was thinking, okay, this trailer has to be yeah. Some They have to give us a little bit more meat off the bone. With Corella yeah. and everything, I felt like they gave us enough to go on, for enough uh, meat on that bone for me to chew on mm-hmm. when I was satisfied. With this one, it left a really bad sour taste in my mouth. Like I ended up uh, eating something that was just nasty. <laughs> and mm. for me because I was expecting maybe a little bit more plot details why are they going after money during an, uh, an apocalypse that was another thing that I was questioning about because it's a zombie apocalypse why are they doing a movie that's centered around robbing a casino when there's a zombie apocalypse there's no need for money in an apocalypse so that was my initial thoughts is like explain to me what this movie is so I can be at least excited for it. It was just quick snips here and there. It didn't really do much for me at all for this opposed to Coella. Coella satisfied my needs and satisfied my urges and satisfied everything. I was full whenever I saw that. Mm-hmm. But when you look at this and you, I love the poster for it, for uh, the zombie movie. I like yeah. the poster. The, the poster sells me. The trailer, yeah. on the other hand, I'm hoping this is actually an Edge of Tomorrow kind of thing where, for instance, I didn't like the trailers for Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, and Repeat or All You Need is Kill. Whatever title that pleases you yeah. for Edge of Tomorrow, I did not like the trailers. However, when I went into the movies with my low expectations the way that I did, I loved that movie coming out. So, I'm hoping that this is not where Netflix is actually trying to say, you know what, we have a movie coming out in May, so therefore we have to promote this movie. So, we're just going to go on ahead, give fast clips of the movie, see Batista, do his, do some shooting, have quick snippets of some zombies, and then let Zach go away. You know? I think this movie. I think this movie's gonna be better than a lot of people are expecting. I think they're, but Zach, like Zach, I think Zack Snyder's doing it. Like he's just showing clips to get you like something, 
And then, but like I said, I think this movie's gonna be a lot better than what we're saying. I think he's because I think he's worried maybe the trailers are gonna spoil it. He's trying to prevent that from like if if you see the plot in the trailer, then you're gonna that's just gonna lead to the disappointment. And also, I think we still got some time. I think he's waiting until after March 18th to get a big trailer out because he's got something pretty big on his hands right now. True, he's got the whole Justice League thing coming out. March 18th, and, then, and, and, right. and, that, and that one will give him at least two months I would afterwards. Say what? I would say, like, mid-April, we might actually get a full trailer. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think I think this movie's going to be a lot better than we're expecting. Um, I think, you like, I, like I said, I mean, trailer, it looks like, I mean, the elements of it, like, it's it looks like there's going to be some good action in it. The zombies all like there's so many of them and it's in the vegas aspect of it is this interesting of how it's shot in a like, <laughs> shot in vegas and it takes place in vegas so there's so much they can do with it um so again again the minute trailer i mean i knew this going in that this was going to be a teaser so I, my expectations weren't high for it um because i knew this was going to be a teaser and it was going to be like it wasn't a full trailer because I read articles saying it wasn't going to be a full trailer. So I knew going in, this is what we we're going to get. And like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I mean, it's something to watch when it comes out in May. Um, I think this, again, I'd, I'd rather watch this one than Corolla right now, honestly, um, just from what I've seen. But that's just me. And again, I just, right. yeah. But that, again, that's just, that's just my take. I think this movie's going to be a lot better than a lot of people are expecting. And, yeah, and like the other thing too that it's got going for Zack Snyder's done a zombie movie before, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. So he, right. he, this is his, this is his element. This like so this the director of Corella. We don't know. We I have I don't know what this person's done in the past. Um, because I think they've had director after director drop in, drop out. So, I mean, for all the way through, we know Zack Snyder's going to do this. So again, it, it's just a wait and see because I think they come out around the same time anyway. Um, right. So again, I think I think this movie's gonna be good. Um, it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna it's gonna do what it needs to do. Um, so okay. So yeah. let's go on ahead and get into our Paramount Plus shows and announcements that it yeah. gave us. I know that CBS All Access canceled Twilight Zone today. That was the announcement that they made. Yeah, with Jordan Peele. Yeah. So. How do you feel about that? I never watched the show. Um, like I said, I think, like I said, I think what's like the what they're what they're doing with CBS. I think I guess maybe it didn't get that many views off CBS All Access, and I think they're like they're just trying to like what what is going to be the successful thing to officially bring over into Paramount Plus because from what Paramount Plus announced yesterday, I mean it's it's a lot of stuff, and they're I think the big thing I teased yesterday is they they're doing. It's similar thing to what um, HBO Max is doing with Warner Brothers. Um, it's not the same, and I'm gonna. The details are um. So in a sense, the um. So for any Paramount movie that's coming out, um. So you got that's Top Gun, Maverick, Quiet Place Two, Mission Impossible Seven. Anything that's from Paramount, they're uh. So when they first, they're gonna be first in theaters. So like no same day access. It's gonna be um and I think it's certain some of them are like I think it's forty uh, yeah, so according to this, after forty five days, new Paramount theatrical films land on the budding streaming service Paramount Plus, 
Currently, Mission Impossible 7 is scheduled to release in November 19th. Quiet Pace is September 17th. So, after 45 days in theaters only, then it will come to the streaming service Paramount Plus, and that's that's pretty big. So, I guess Paramount's mm-hmm. like they're they're thinking the same thing. Like short term, this is gonna we're, we're gonna have it in theaters, but in the long term, we're not getting rid of the theater experience, but we're just giving you guys more options, and then. Um, that's for some of them, and there's also um, so the part of the arrangement is Paramount has adjusted its pay TV out output deal with Epics, which is a uh, which is like an, a kind of like a premium like movie channel. Um, I got it for uh, for my TV program of Xfinity when they got rid of uh, Cinemax, and they they couldn't replace. They're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna replace it with Epics, which Epics is kind of cool. I mean, you get a lot of the new stuff quicker for Epics. Um, and I think they've got like a lot of deals with uh, Dominoes or something. Anyway, so as part of this arrangement, um, and uh, with Epics, in order to bolster movie offerings on the streaming platform, so um, along with new releases, Paramount Plus will offer a deep library of more than twenty five hundred films. I think seven hundred of them are from Miramax. So if anybody knows what Miramax is, yeah, you might get some Miramax movies on this on uh, this service. Um, so, and then, so prior to the pandemic, movie theater operators insisted that movies had to be screened in theaters for 90 days before the studios could offer them on home entertainment. But with everything closed, um, so 45 days is the generous, it's like, seems downright generous compared to Warner Brothers. But anyway, um, so yeah, that, that was, that was a pretty big one. And then, so other ones, so, uh, the, the chief also mentioned a post, Paramount will continue to look at a 30 day, so this is in post pandemic, whatever that is. Not going to be anytime soon, but whenever that is, Paramount will continue to look at to a 30-day theatrical winner for most titles and 45 days for tentpole titles like Top mm. Gun. So if it's a big tentpole movie, it's going to be the 45 days. If it's something not big, 30 days. And this is this deal might also go to um, MGM too. And MGM is the one that's going to be like is the distributor for the Bond movie. So. Whenever Bond comes out, that might forty five days, and then it'll be probably on the streaming service. Okay. So, um, so some of their movies that they got um on Paramount is a movie called Infinite, which is an Antoine Fuqua movie starring Mark Wahlberg, a sci fi movie that's May twenty eighth. So, depending on what that is, maybe thirty four five days. Then you got Top Gun, they have Paw Patrol, um, Jackass four. Um, Quiet Place 2, Snake Eyes, yeah, I Clifford. See, I can see and, Jackass 4 being a 30-day. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. That. I'm excited for it. I love the crew. Um, so, um, and that was just, that was the big one. Um, and then they announced the other, other stuff too, but um, we can discuss okay. this before we get into other stuff. Right. So, my initial thoughts is this. If you're like a Christopher Nolan and was worried about the theaters uh, streaming services gearing more towards just at home theater at home experiences. This might be up his alley because think of it, it's more geared towards the movie theaters. Forty five days yeah. in a theater, that's perfect timing mm-hmm. for making your money back. Yeah, that's that's like a full on theatrical movie release if you actually think about it. Yeah, it's just so, half the time. Right. So then after that. You know, it can be streamed and everything and then taken off later on just like HBO does. So I like that pattern. I definitely love that pattern. It's fair for both parties and stuff like that, opposed to how HBO Max is doing. And I'm only looking out for 
the directors, the writers, and producers and stuff like yeah. that. Because it's not really fair to them, but it's fair for us. Yeah. As viewers, we get to see this for free. But at the same time, yeah. for them, I feel bad for them because of the fact that yeah. they spent their time working their asses off on it. And yeah. it's being thrown to the wolves, pretty much. So yeah. with Paramount, though, it's very fair. It's very understanding. I like the fact that, you know, 30 days for smaller films, something that they may not take a chance on and put that 45-day marker on, I like that. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And not only that, but I know that they didn't want to release Bond. MGM didn't want to just release Bond on a streaming service because they, they knew that it, they have a juggernaut of a movie because it's 007. Yeah. So, with them doing a 40-day marker for this, I can see Bond doing... Uh, I can see MGM breaking a deal with uh, with them, to be honest with you. Be like, okay, yeah. well, we get to do this for 45 days. After the 45 days up, you know, it can go into uh, your home and watch. So I'm, so I can see it working for the double for uh, 007 this time mm-hmm. around. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I think it's like, again, I don't know the full details of what's going on with that. Because um, it's like, I mean, I didn't know, like, they didn't really specify. I guess when we get closer when Bond's out, um, that, but I don't know if, like I said, they made an agreement with that. Uh, let me, let me look that up. But yeah, I think that this is something to be looking forward to because this is a new way of us enjoying entertainment, not only in our homes but into the movie theaters as well. And for them to incorporate both of them, and you can make money off of. Because here's the thing: you can't make money off of streaming services, despite the fact that you might end up getting so many subscribers but just because you have so many subscribers doesn't mean that they're going to stay because they're going to just sign up for one movie and then they're going to make then they're going to part ways therefore again mm-hmm. you have to go ahead and find more subscribers and everything and make them stay and making them stay is the hardest part of it so with this on the other hand they're going to be able to stay because of the fact that it's going to because bond they're here's the thing with Paramount and everything, they're giving reasons for people to stay and to sign up with uh, Paramount Plus right now. Yeah. So the uh, some more info on that. I think as a result of the expanded relationship, Paramount Plus, that's Viacom CBS streaming service, launched on March fourth, will gain access to the theatrical films licensed to Epics from Paramount Pictures, as well as from other studios, including MGM, adding thousands of films to Paramount Plus Films offering um, in the coming months. Following their theatrical runs, MGM's new movies will continue to be available first in an exclusive pay television window with Epics before it becoming available on both Paramount Plus and Epics. So, in a sense, so essentially that whatever that forty-five days thing isn't gonna isn't it doesn't apply to what MGM's doing because I think they have an agreement. So the movies from that, like they like they'll they'll go on Epics first, and then the streaming service is probably. Is House of Gucci, Creed Three, and the No Time to Die. So in a sense, so essentially, we're not going to get No Time to Die right away on Paramount Plus. So it's going to be a while. Um, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, so that that's just more info about that one. Um, I'm excited about seeing A Quiet Place, regardless if I'm seeing it in a theater at home. I'm I'm happy mm-hmm. either way. And now New York theaters are actually opening up, so it gives me hope. Yeah, it's yeah. like ten percent in New York, but then then New York's spiking. I think 
now. So we'll see how long that lasts. Right. That's another thing. Even though that's only 10%, that's not much for the box office if you actually think about it. No. Um, but then again, that was that that was the big thing from it. However, there's a ton of stuff coming to this thing for Paramount Plus. They're like, there is like they like so. This one I think is gonna be the more kid friendly one from what I've been reading up about what the, what's coming to it. I mean, a lot of the '90s Nick stuff. So if you like the Rugrats, they're rebooting the Rugrats. <laughs> And like, because this was supposed to be on Nickelodeon, but they're rebooting it with the same voice actors and just a different a- animation style. So remember what the SpongeBob movie is going to be like. So there was that. There's going to be a live action Fairly Odd Parents series reboot. Um, how do you uh, feel what, about how do you feel about some of the reboots that they mentioned? The Rugrats is cool. I mean, yeah. essentially, it's not really a reboot. It's the same. It's the same voice actors. It's just they're just kind of probably tell different stories. I mean, I think that's kind of cool because um, again, oh. this was supposed to be a Nickelodeon, but not. And then, um, um, don't worry, adults. I'll be getting to some of the adult stuff that's coming to this thing too. There's quite a bit of that. Um, let me just even get a good list of everything. My question is this: I mean, I wonder if they're gonna fo- if it's gonna be Tommy and everybody gonna be it's gonna be adults again, like they did on one of the episodes. No, 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 no. This is them as babies, straight up. I saw I saw a teaser. It's straight them as very little, like Tommy, Chucky, Angelica, like all of them. Like, yeah, they're they're kids. They're not adults. They're not doing that adult stuff anymore. No, it's Good. this is. Yeah, this is them as kids. Um, it's gonna be like, interesting like, to see because there's new technology out there. So with the new yeah. technology, new toys and stuff like that, I can see Tommy and all them interacting with it. So that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the tease. I saw a clip, like a clip, a small clip of it that whenever they're doing. I mean, it looks cool. Um, and then again, they have the uh, the, the again, they they have the rights to SpongeBob. So they got they have the spot all I think every episode of SpongeBob from every season plus the new movie which will be out on March fourth plus their their spinoff series of them as young like 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 ten, like while well, they're in their early years for SpongeBob Patrick and everybody and it's just funny seeing some of the people like wow they haven't even aged <laughs> well. Like the only people that have like that are younger are probably or SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. Everybody else is like the same, like Plankton. Um, you even have the guy that was like no pickles. You have him kind of young and him being a being an idiot or whatever. So I mean, it's just um, there was that. Let me see what else. There's gonna be a lot of reboot of famous movies from Paramount. Like they're gonna be rebooted in a sense. So there's gonna be. Um, new takes on Love Story, Fatal Attraction, Flash Dance, The Italian Job, and Parallax, um, Parallax View. Um, and then there's supposed to be uh, a, a, a prequel to Greece, as well as a series for the making of the gods, the making of the uh, making of the Godfather entry, The Offer. Um, so that one's um, so there's that. Okay, um, I'm sold now on that. Yeah. Um, some other stuff. Um. There's um like and then for the um Criminal Minds fans like that 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 like because I I watched towards the end of it but uh there there's a pretty big Criminal Minds stuff so they're a they're re- they're bringing the show back for ten episodes 
on the streaming service. Um, and I think they're bringing back, they're trying to get a lot of the cast members back from the original series back for this, for this one case that's going to take place over 10 episodes, similar to what they're doing with Dexter revival in a sense. Um, and then I think every, every season supposed to be on this plus a, um, plus there's also supposed to be a documentary, a true crime docu-series about the real, um, about the real members of the, uh, the BAU and stuff. So that's, um, yeah, there, there's that one. Um, what others? There's a lot of comedy stuff. I think the uh, Trevor Noah's getting his own weekly series off that. Um, uh, there's a, so yeah, you mentioned Dex- so you mentioned Dexter's going to be on this too. No, 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 no. The revival that Criminal Minds is doing is similar. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, Dexter's not going to be on. No, 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 no. Um, even though it's weird, um, since because Showtime it, like isn't under of the Viacom. Um, I think, like I said, I think there's a certain deal that, like, like for the two plans, I think one's, I think starting in June, it's going to be four ninety nine, and that's the ad ad with ads. However, you there's probably going to be limited access to stuff. Like, you won't be getting um, like the like live TV stuff from your CBS like networks on that. And I think you might there might be like limited stuff. You might, you'll be able to get the full access of stuff, but there might be other stuff you can't get to. Um, and I think the the $10 one, $9.99 a month is ad free. And then you get, you get the extra stuff. And then it's not just Paramount. There's supposed to be sports involved with this app too. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. I'm trying to find full list of everything else. My other question is this though. Um, let's say for instance, you're a CBS all access subscriber already. Now, would your account close or would it go ahead and move into the Paramount plus uh subscription plan i think it's um let me let me like i'm pretty sure i think that whatever plan you're under essentially they're not they're just i think they're um they're just transferring over um let me look um so the two tiers yeah um let's see But you know, yeah, I just... I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Um, okay. But yeah, as far as uh, the Twilight Zone stuff goes, I know there were some people that was really angry at the fact that they canceled uh, the Twilight Zone and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the views are not there. The views are not there. And I know if you're a fan of the Twi- Twilight Zone TV show and things like that. You might be one, maybe one in a million. You're just one person compared to several other people that might have mm-hmm. enjoyed it or not liked, or maybe some other people might have not liked it. But either way it goes, we're all in a minority under under everything anyways. So maybe the views weren't there. I like Jordan Peele as a producer, director, writer. But it's just a shame that that didn't work. But I do have to say, um, Lovecraft Country definitely worked on HBO Max. So that was something that I was really happy about since that was actually produced by Jordan Peele. Yeah. So you, uh, my my question is this: Did you find anything yet, or what did you guys? Oh, I, I'm looking for it. Um, like I'm on there. So, so uh, okay. So um, 
So the question is, if you have CBS All Access, what, what does that mean to you? So this is, if you're an existing CBS All Access subscriber, don't worry. You won't miss a moment. We'll seamlessly transfer your subscription to Paramount Plus on March 4th so you can continue to stream all your shows. Just saying. So the, the big caveat to this, if you're under the plan that, um, that you're paying to have ads and stuff, um, whatever that is, it won't change. Um, so like yeah, if you have ads and stuff, it won't change. However, if you cancel it, um, if you cancel your subscription, then you would have to go in and pay under the the, the Paramount Plus uh, amount, which is like maybe like a dollar less than what CBS All Access was. Um, so that that that's one thing. So if you like what you have, and like I said, just don't cancel it if you want to still keep getting it. Um, so um, so essentially, Paramount Plus. If anybody's wondering, is at a corner of this, the website. Um, on March 4th, which is next, oh, which is a week from today, All Access will become Paramount Plus, and it's, it's essentially an expansion of the CBS All Access, as you know it, but with even more content and features, Paramount Plus will include tens of thousands of episodes and movies from CBS, BET, Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, Paramount Pictures, Smithsonian, and more. So our current CBS All Access series, well, then this one had the Twilight Zone on it, but that one's axed. Um, so shows like The Good Fight, Star Trek Discovery, The Twilight Zone, The Stand, well, not Twilight Zone anymore, but anyway. And then brand new original series, such as Camp Coral. Um, so you get live sports shows, news like for your local CBS stations, CBSN, um, Sports HQ, and ET Live. Um, so, and then, um, so again, some of the other stuff that they've announced, that they're offering um, is... Uh, for any of you like like '90s MTV fans, you're like if you're a big Beavis and Butthead fan, a Beavis and Butthead fan. Um, I'm not. They freak me out to be honest. But anyway, um, <laughs> they're doing a a movie. They're in a sequel movie that's going to be on Paramount Plus at some point. Um, okay. And plus, they're but, also rebooting the TV series too. Yeah, I think that would be on. Again. Either, I think that might be on cart. That might be on Comedy Central. That yeah, not. I think the Paramount Plus is getting the movie, and I think C- Comedy Central is getting the show. Because um, Comedy Central is okay. trying to turn into old 90s that um, the Comedy Central is also supposed to be the home for the Daria spinoff, um, Jody. Um, to be honest, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. Like if, it, if, like, if I get more details known Daria is going to be in it, then I'll watch it. I mean, I'm just... Same. I mean, it, like, I mean, like, I mean, no offense to Jody, but I think Daria is the rain, the main draw here for these shows because originally it was supposed to be Daria and Jody, and now it's just going to be Jody, and I'm like, Ugh. I want more See, Daria. I like Daria. Same. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I'm show. like, I mean, yeah, I love Daria. It was like that was the show I grew up with. I mean, her sarcasm same. was awesome, and like, I'm like, we need more Daria. Like, so, <laughs> and then um, any workaholics fans? There's supposed to be a, a movie with them and like i think related with workaholics supposed to be a movie on paramount plus as well um what else did i see um a lot of nickelodeon stuff. You, yeah like let me like ask you something real quick yeah go ahead um you mentioned the stand what's what's going on with the stand real quick that was my other thing um i haven't heard anything Because I wasn't sure if they were going to do... I know it was supposed to be a limited series, and then, of course, they weren't going to do another season, I think, last time I heard. So I wasn't sure they, what they were going to do. And only that, but... 
Uh, I know that Marilyn Manson's in season one of The Stand. So, um, and also, too, with all this stuff that's going on, um, and I don't know exactly if his character is something that is a standout or anything like that, but with all the yeah. controversy surrounding Manson right now and things like that, I know that the, everybody's dropping him. So I'm wondering, in this case, because of the things that are happening with Manson, maybe they might actually drop him from the stand and also just cancel uh, the stand altogether. Or I wanted to know what were they do- what are they doing with the stand in general? Um. So, and essentially, the stand was really just a standalone novel. Um, right. So, and they said the finale ends on an open-ended note. I mean, I'm not sure... Um, so they said almost certainly not yay on um, the stand is, isn't always as a limited series. So even in front of the it's right. front and center um, CBS page. So that's pretty evidence against the like, There's also no sequel novel to it at all. Um, right. So again, it, it would wait and see, I guess. I mean, there's other stuff that like, I mean, yeah. So again, there's not much um, like news regarding that. Um, um, so I have a feeling. Because here's the thing, I had a feeling that they weren't going to do another season of The Stand, to be honest with you. Like you said, there's not a sequel to the novel or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like something that isn't based off of a book to be loosely based on the characters, because then it just becomes choppy to me. So I'm glad that they are, if they don't, I'm just glad that they don't even do another season of The Stand, because I think it's a better as a yeah. one-off, because that's exactly what the miniseries was in the 90s so not everything needs a sequel not everything needs another season it's just limited and limited does not mean that it's bad it just means that we're trying something out or it could just mean the fact that there was other there's only one property to something and it's actually hard to do another season to something that is only based off of one book yeah um so some other stuff on there is um i'm a i'm a fan of this one i'm a I was a Reno 911 fan. Um, that show was hysterical. Um, they're making another movie, a movie special. Um, and it's supposed to have the cat because they tried it on Quibi. But that now that that streaming service got like just like canceled immediately. And it's like because I was a fan because a lot of those people in it, I'm like I was. They're funny and just seeing Thomas Len wear those short shorts. I mean that that show was hysterical. So I'm excited for that. Um, any Fraser fans? There's a revival in the works on that one. Um, yeah, I heard about the Fra- Fraser thing. Yeah, to be honest I, never with you. I, I never watched the show. Um, I knew what it was. I just never watched it. I mean, my, my parents oh. might have in a while, like not much, but um, the right. other big one was. Watched, the, oh, go ahead. I, I just want to touch on it a little bit from what yeah, that's fine. I know and everything. Um, because I've watched a few episodes of Fraser before. I mean, I was a, I'm a huge I'm. I'm into uh, Cheers more than I was Frasier, to be honest with you. I like Cheers better, but that's just me. But it would be interesting to see Kelsey Grammer in a 2021 world to see what his show looks like now compared to where it was about 30 years ago or more uh, when the show was taken off Yeah, how it ended. So it would be interesting to see how that would actually work because he's uh, he's a psychologist on an AM talk show and everything. So I'm wondering if they would actually bring in like uh, satellite radio into play with this instead of AM radio. They could do a lot with this 
to make it work. But, you know, I'm hoping it's not one of those things where Kelsey Grammer's been away from the character long to the point where he just doesn't really care about doing doing the show. But I know he's an executive producer on the, on the show, though. Mm-hmm. So that's um, another thing. Yeah. Um, some other big in, big things I just read. Um, and so, um, since the stuff that you're gonna see on this app or is owned by CBS, Viacom, and Paramount, they don't have to pay the licensing fees for it to a third party company like Netflix, HBO Max. So that means you won't really have to worry about your Paramount Plus shows and movies suddenly disappearing at the end of the month. If anything, you'll see it continue to grow over time as likely shows and exclusives become available. So. This consistency makes it easy to recommend an annual plan because you know exactly what you're going to get when you sign up. Um, I won't be signing up for a yearly plan. I'm going to just do it the monthly thing just to see how it goes. Um, and then, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way, to be honest with you. I'd rather do monthly than yearly. I get the yeah. fact that you might be saving money. But with something new like that, I don't want to just throw my money out there. I want to know for a fact I'm investing in something that I know that I'm going to use rather than something that I don't know yeah. if I'm going to use. But right HBO, yeah. Well, the HBO Max, I was like, I mean, they only had a monthly fee anyway because that was before I found out my TV, my uh, my TV, uh, the my like my service that I've signed up for my TV for Xfinity. That was before they got HBO Max. So, I mean, I was like, I was planning on buying, keeping that one regardless, because that I mean, that's some good stuff. And then, especially with War- what Warner Brothers is doing for it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and then there's like, there's other Comedy Central shows coming to this thing. Like, uh, um, I mean, he, uh, I like the comedian Amy Schumer. I think she's hysterical. So, um, so they said they're bringing back that Inside Amy Schumer sketch show, our uh, thing because it was on Comedy Central and then they then they canceled it so they bring they're bringing it back um for a revival for a little bit um so I think it might be like a limited like couple um seasons fan or something um so there's that um so they said um for the doesn't mean everything comedy on the will hail from Comedy Central Paramount Plus will also have House half hours from the libraries of CBS. So I love Lucy's, Paramount TV, Fraser, Taxi, The Love Boat. Um, Everybody hates Chris. There's other stuff. So the original cast of Workaholics have to re- return for a movie about what it's like to work through a pandemic. So that's there's that one. Um, let's see. So yeah, more Amy Schumer stuff is about the initial wars for five half-hour installments, and with the project being a limited series, so there's that. Um, let's see what else. Um, where's that one? And then... Yeah, I mean, I, I, might, be, I might be missing some stuff. Well, like I said, I mean, there's gonna be... It, this, um, it's gonna come out next week, um, so... Um, I mean, I think, like, I'm probably gonna do it. Because there's some stuff on there, I'll probably like watching and stuff, and then I might get like more stuff from here than I do on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Um, so, oh, oh yeah, there's there's some more horror stuff. Um, let me get to this. I figured you guys would want to okay. hear all you horror fans. Um, so there's an upcoming Paranormal Activity sequel. It's gonna be debuted officially on okay. de- officially debuted on Paramount Plus. And there's that, and then. What else? I think there's. I did read something about a pet cemetery thing too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
So there's gonna be, uh, yeah, there's gonna be um, a prequel to the Pet Cemetery remake. Um, is gonna be um, on HBO on oh, Paramount Plus. Okay, um, let me let me yeah, talk about ahead. that for a minute. Please. Sure. Okay, so I love Stephen King. He's one of my favorite authors. Um, I like the original Pet Cemetery. I didn't think that the remake was as bad as what people made it out to be because I've seen bad remakes before. It was average at best. But one of the things that I wish that the original movie did and also the remake did what do was I wish that they would have actually showed us the Indian burial ground and everything where the cemetery is being taken place on, where the animals are coming back to life. I wish they would have actually focused on the Indians, the tribal uh, uh, sacrifices, things like that, on how it became the cemetery that we actually know it as, Pet Cemetery. And to do a prequel that's not even based off of a novel, unless the novel itself starts off with um, the Indians and stuff like that with the tri- tribal thing. I think it's, here's the thing. I, I know that I said that doing stuff that's loosely based on things, doesn't do much for me mm-hmm. but it's according to how they do it and if it's imagine imaginative as well because if it doesn't if it's not something that is original it's just a uh, copy and paste kind of thing it's just like okay we're just gonna have this right here and then we're just gonna move this over to where this is to where uh, the main characters comes in and buys the house where the pet cemetery is and stuff like that. I don't want to see that. If they actually show us the rule, here's here's the thing: give us the Indian burial ground, show us how the cemetery is made, then go into the rules of the pet cemetery. Even though we already know the rules of the pet cemetery, but give us context behind every motive why they did what they would, why they did it. So. I'm all for it. I mean, I, I think that this might actually be a good time with it. I'm all for it. I can't wait to see what this is actually going to look like. As a horror fan, I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I figured I'd mention that. I think there might be other ones. Um, and the other thing, the other big thing too, is this was supposed to like the there was a Halo TV series that was supposed to be on Showtime. Well, that that that's now moving to Paramount Plus. So, um. Um, and then there's supposed yeah, to be I've Yellow- heard about that. yeah, there's supposed to be a Yellowstone prequel series on on Paramount Plus. Um, yeah, one of my friends is a diehard Yellowstone uh, fan, so yeah, that's right up his alley to get a prequel show. So, you know, I haven't seen Yellowstone. It's one of those shows that's on my to do list. So maybe I might do a review on it just to take a look at it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like that. There's a lot of episodes on that show. I think a couple seasons. Um, I think that's all I can find on it. I mean, there's probably again more stuff that I missed. Um, but then again, there's like it's like there's no one site that's telling you everything that you need to know. It's all exactly. like all, it's all scattered. Yeah, which is not really a surprise if you think about it. It's something new. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about as what you're excited about, what you want to see from Paranormal, uh, Paramount Plus? 
Not sure. I think I mentioned it. I'm like I said, I'm SpongeBob. I'm mean, like I'm a big SpongeBob fan, so I'm excited to watch the see the new movie. Um, and I'm just interested to see what else is going to come to it. I mean, I like the uh, the ability to be able to see like some of the stuff like like Top Gun and all that stuff. See it on the streaming service without having to re- wait to get it from my library and all that stuff. So that's going to be kind of cool. Um, so again, I'm just like I guess I'm ready to look at see get see the app and see what's in it and all that kinds of stuff because. Um, I still think my favorite right now is HBO Max because I've always like I mean that I, I and then I um yeah so I mean I, that's the main one I'm the I'm excited for and there's others cool okay. stuff I'm excited for and then um a lot of it's like geared towards me I'm the the 90s fun Nickelodeon so a lot of that stuff's gonna be there um um so yeah the uh like getting like live action Fairly Odd Parents um and then of course, the Rugrats returning, so it's uh, it's interesting. It most definitely is. Um, another thing I want to mention real quick, if you're a big Star War- Star Trek fan, uh, I just saw a report on Viacom CBS teases the Star Trek universe expansion on Paramount Plus. So it looks like the universe is about to get bigger <laughs> for Star Trek. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, because they have that Picard show that was on yep. CBS All Access. Now it's now moving over to Paramount. Um, then again, like I said, this makes sense. Cause I think maybe the reason Paramount's doing what they're doing with some of the movies is because they don't own as many as Warner Brothers has got this year. Because um, Warner Brothers has like, I think yeah, it had over forty plus movies coming out. Paramount doesn't have even that. I think the most maybe ten, fifteen, if that movies coming out so i can see why they're doing the the 45 days straight in theaters um because they have primarily like a lot of them are 10 pole movies i think warner brothers has a bunch of 10 pole but i think i think because warner brothers is more geared towards like not just the u.s but overseas because they have a lot of that the overseas box office that that's why they're i think that's why they did what they did with hbo max and like because i think there's some of that stuff that just came out I don't think it was going to be that successful anyway. Like the the little things that one of going that wasn't going to make a lot of money to theaters. Um, Unless, it's- but here's the thing. Um, I just want to say this: if it had positive reviews, let's for, say for instance, nobody knew the Ben Affleck movie, for example, not the way back, but there was a Ben Affleck movie that came out. And was actually the one where his wife is framing him for a murder, for a murdering her. Oh, Gone Girl. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, with like Gone Girl. Yeah, I think that was five. And, and get well, I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, okay, this. sorry. It's okay. So it's fine, man. It's just that I'm always used to seeing Ben in WB films. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not used to seeing him in uh, 20th Century Fox films. But I figured the formula still works for this in a sense. But. It's all about word of mouth. If the little mm-hmm. things got positive word of mouth, if this movie wasn't during a con- pandemic, it could slowly have some legs, just like Gone Girl did. Because no one was expecting mm-hmm. Gone Girl to make money, to be honest with you. Up yeah. until, like, at the very beginning and everything, it made a little mm-hmm. bit. Then as positive word of mouth kept on going, it lasted for a good two months or more. Yeah. I remember. So if little things and if WB has that movie that got Gravitross where it has that positive word of mouth, we could actually see something positive coming from maybe Dune or something from that aspect. 
Yeah. You know, I could see Dune probably working for them, for the overseas box office. Yeah. I think the thing with the little things, too, is it came out in January, and January movies don't typically do well. Nope. January like, is the toilet bowl for um, for movies. It's like, okay, you made a movie for $6 million. Okay, we'll just go in and chunk this over into the theater and hope it, hope it makes money. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing, too, is Gone Girl had that following because it was based off a book. So they had that that's following that because of the big it was a it was a very popular book. And that and that's the first time it's getting brought into theaters and stuff. And I think that's why that helped it do well. I mean, Little Things was just an original idea. Um, yeah, it was just and an another, original idea. And then it was also came out in January, which very anything does well in January, unless like right. the very exception of Bad Boys Three. But then again, you knew that was a known commodity. Right. Another thing too was this movie, the little things you mentioned, it was sitting for twenty years. The script was just sitting there for that long. Mm-hmm. And then decided to make the movie. And you can tell with the script writing that it was outdated. <laughs> that's that's something to, to tell for yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we just have to wait and see what happens. I, here's the thing, though. We know that Top Gun Maverick will make money at the box office with the overseas crowd. Absolutely. Uh, we know that, of course, Mission Possible 7 is going to do well. I think it uh, depends. Because like, then again, Mission Possible 7 doesn't come out to November, like middle of November. So we'll see what happens um, with that. So then again, they maybe, maybe that, that the time frame where it's coming out then might help it a little bit in the States. I think it's, that one's going to do well regardless. I mean, because it's right. Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise, besides the mummy, which wasn't his fault, I thought the stunts and that were pretty cool about, like, I mean, you, you, like, I mean, criticize the movie, but some of the stunts in that movie, the, the, the remake, what they did, that whole airplane sequence, the G4, like the, the G4 gravity sequence where the plane crashing, how they filmed that sequence. And I watched the documentary of behind the scenes of how they filmed it. They took a plane, put all the stuff that they needed to, and have it fly in the sky. That was an actual plane with, the, with Tom Cruise doing the stunts for that. I mean, I mean, yeah, the movie was not great. I mean, but it was, it was an honorable mention for me whenever that came out. It was entertaining for what it was. But some of the stunts in that movie were just Tom, – Tom Cruise doesn't go out with a fight. I, I mean, he, goes, he doesn't go out unless he's in a fight. And some of the stunts in that movie were just awesome. But, but that, then again, that's, just Tom, that's who Tom Cruise is. Right. For me, with this, there's some things that excite me. There's some things that don't really excite me. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I need to go out and subscribe to this right now. It's like, I'm going to put this on pause, but I'm also going to see what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Because right now, even with CBS All Access, the only thing that exci- that I was excited about when CBS All Access came about was the stand. The Pet Cemetery thing, yeah, it excites me, but can I wait? Yeah, I can wait. It's not like something that I have to have. You know what I mean? Then again, mm-hmm. do we need to have anything, to be honest with you? Do we actually need any of this stuff? <laughs> you know? But that's just my, my line of thinking. But 
I just feel like right now, for me, seeing this stuff, the only thing, another thing that might actually excite me is the Top Gun Maverick, and of course, we also have uh, the new James Bond movie. Those are the only things that might actually make me subscribe for it. But some of this other stuff, I'm not really that into right now. But maybe there might be something else out there that might actually interest me later on. You know? Yeah. Because right now, we have some good quality shows that are on Netflix right now, on Hulu right now, Amazon Prime right now. That is just feeding my um, feeding my entertainment needs right now, including Disney Plus with WandaVision as of right now. But, you know, that could all change once Paramount decides to make another announcement about another show. And even with the Frasier thing, it's been 20 years since Frasier's been off the air. I know I know I said 30, but it was actually 20. But that doesn't really excite me that much either. But I'm glad that some of this is actually exciting you, though. I'm, I'm all for people rooting for things that they love. So I'm yeah. glad that this is something that you're more geared towards. Well, yeah, like, like I said, there's, there's some stuff on it. Like I said, I wasn't be, I'm not doing the full year. I mean, I did, I re, I'm already paying for um, Amazon. I already paid Amazon Prime for the year already, so I don't have to pay more for that. And I think because uh, I, I my Discover card, I think they have the cashback bonuses. So um, and I think a lot of the cashback in April is going to be for streaming services. So um, right. um, like I said, I mean, I'm already, I already have Netflix on uh, Netflix from my TV, same like TV subscriber, same with HBO Max. Um, so like I said, I'll, I'll probably be getting the CBS All Access to catch up on some of the stuff, and I'm excited to see what movies and stuff are on it. Like the, um, for especially from Miramax, so there's some there's some Miramax that's some pretty good stuff, um, which ironically is owned by Disney. <laughs> that's <laughs> of funny. Of course. Um, the funny thing is, Hulu is actually owned by Disney as well. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Sixty percent now instead of thirty percent. Thirty percent was before. Once they owned Fox, that was another thirty percent. So therefore, now they own sixty. Yeah. Um. And then so and then the other interesting thing is with the Hulu, like the uh, um, Hulu. Hulu is only in the states. Um. But like state sides in the U.S. And because if not, it's it's Star Plus or Star. Whatever overseas, and they have more of the adult stuff on that one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you feel like that we we want might want to touch on or talk about as far as things go? I know though. Aside from paranormal, parent, paramount plus, I don't know why I keep on saying paranormal plus. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um. I'm not sure. I think I covered everything I need to in Paramount Plus. Um, I agree. I think Christopher Nolan, this would be a great place for him to go if he wants to direct a movie because he did he did work with them before with Interstellar. That was a Paramount movie. Um, not your now not a Warner Brother one. So it'll be interesting to see if he goes with Paramount and um, but we'll see. Um, um I, I, I keep thinking, what. Like I said before, Nolan's a free agent right now. He can go anywhere yeah. he wants. You yeah, know, he's not tied down to any studio anymore. Yep. So, 
All right, so that's pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about. So with that being said, we're going to go on ahead and end the show right now. So if you guys are interested in any of the stuff that we mentioned, please go on ahead and let us know about some of the things that we mentioned. How do you do that? Just go on ahead, email us at movieloversunite.com. Not not movieloversunite.com, but movielovers at gmail.com. Email us over there. Of course, you guys can follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Pinterest, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram, www.movieloversunite.com. <laughs> then, of course, if you want to donate to the page, you just uh, into Movie Lovers Unite just to keep our lights on and everything. You just go ahead, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Movie Lovers Unite podcast, and that's how you donate to the show. Another thing, too, is if you guys want to go on ahead and follow uh, follow me on John DeGorio 8 on Twitter or Movie Lovers Unit on on Twitter as well. I'm very um, I'm pretty much post regularly on Twitter as well. And then, of course, guys, I also have some other things brewing up towards the week and everything, too. So, for instance... I have One Division, the after show. That show actually got changed from eight o'clock to seven thirty now Central Time, eight thirty Eastern. And A Walk to Remember. This is the review that Charlie and I are going to be doing for our romantic comedies with Sarah from Go Get That Rose, and also Wild Water Marvel. Those are the two shows that she works on with Jay Wade. I strongly recommend that you watch those two shows. If you're into The Bachelor, go in and check out Go Get That Rose. And also, too, check out Wild Water Marvel. They are, they do a WandaVision after show over there as well. And then, let's see here. Um, after that, on March 2nd, I had The Mummy Review with um, Quentin Bennett, an independent uh, writer and also independent writer and comic book artist. So go ahead and check that out whenever we hear that at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific Time. Then, of course, I have a Coming to America Part 1 review. This is the very first movie of Coming to America, not the second one. But if you want to stream that, you can go ahead and go to Amazon Prime to view that. But we have that coming up at 8 o'clock p.m., 9 o'clock, uh, 8 o'clock p.m., 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. So those are all the things that I'm actually working on as far as StreamYards go for our live YouTube stuff. And then, you know, you guys can go on ahead, go on to Stereo, check out some of the other stuff that I'm actually working on. You can just go to the schedules and you'll find out that I'm doing a show with Mike Perkins on February 28th at 8 o'clock p.m. for a Goodfellas review over here. Uh, April 8th, Hip Hop Evolution review with Tamika. We're going to be talking about hip hop music and then after february 27th we're doing our black history month with hidden figures at eight o'clock p.m central time so those are the things that i'm working on currently and thanks again uh charlie i do appreciate you being on the show and taking the night to go over some of this stuff with uh with us and also too <laughs> happy to you help. Know, i know it's a lot of right I know there's a lot of information to absorb and try to find. So I do appreciate you finding the links and doing all that stuff, you know? All right. So anyways, guys, um, hopefully tomorrow I get to see you guys again tomorrow. Always until next time. Bye-bye. See ya.
Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shout-outs on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers, and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shoutouts on the main feed as well. Go ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there, and always until next time, guys, bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.